Hi, you're watching Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our platforms. I'm Mike Morales here in, in beautiful downtown St. Petersburg <laughs> in our mobile command center. And that young man out there is... Rick Levy in San Diego, California. Uh, Rick is um, uh, a, just slightly under the weather, but not a whole lot. He, he, you got to show the people your T-shirt, though. Flash that T-shirt. Check that out, ladies and gentlemen. That T-shirt is the Day of the Dead version of Cantinflas, uh, who is a famous Mexican um, comedian, kind of like the Mexican Jerry Lewis. Uh, so I thought it was very. That's a very cool T-shirt. You you had you, you're sending me subliminals. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, over our hiatus, I was able to uh, get down into Mexico, and uh, we had a layover in Monterey, and that's where I was able to pick this up. Ah, that explains it. Okay. Well, tonight, speaking of of Mexico and deep, deep, deep in the heart, um, this evening we are going to try uh, three different. Um, versions, uh, three different uh, mezcals. And this one, I don't know if anybody's ever seen it. Did, when you were in Mexico, did you happen to see it? Did you happen to go like a duty-free or did you even see anything similar to this? Uh, you know, when I was going through the airports, the uh, duty-frees, it was all, you know, mostly the big name stuff that you could get here in the U.S. And so I was a little did bit the, disappointed by that. But the, when I was in Akamal, uh -huh. um, and just like in the little shops, you know, we were in this, uh, in this small village that's known for its scuba diving and, um, oh, okay. just going through, uh, going through shops. And, uh, I actually found, uh, one just local liquor store that had a, uh, a decent selection of stuff. And, uh, they actually had, uh, nice selection of scorpion mezcal and oh, escor no escorpion. The scorpion, ah, yeah, uh, that's so those that are was impressive. Man. That scorpion line is amazing. Well, this yeah, one, I got to, I got to explore some alipus. Um, I had uh, had some of the brujo when I was down there. Oh, good. Which one did you get? Which one did you try? Uh, it was the uh, Espadine, the number one, I believe. The number one. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, that was the one that we tasted. I, the, their pechuga is outstanding. I don't even yeah. know if it's available to you, but. Um, anyway, this evening we, I'm we are a going bit jealous, to... Mike. <laughs> you got the three seven fives. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, this is what. Just for the for the sake of transparency, first of all, the name of this mezcal is called Pluma Negra, which is black feather, and it sounds mysterious. Um, as you can see, there's there's plumita. not a whole lot. Plumita Negra. Oh, is, <laughs> well, his is you have a little plumita. <laughs> My pluma is bigger than oh. yours. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm, I'm in awe of your mighty vessel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. My my face is red. Um, anyway, we don't know a whole hell of a lot about this mezcal. It comes in, in Espadín, uh, Tobala, and my favorite and I'm trying to get Rick to say this properly, Tepestate. Tepestate. Uh, tepestate. I'll only say it after you. <laughs> so, so tonight we'll, we'll be going through all three of these. So what happened was we were we were with uh, Glass Bottom Distributors with Umberto Barra, uh, which you can see the interview uh, on, on tequilaficionado.com. 
and and he has constantly being solicited, you know, as an importer distributor. And he yeah. saw these, and, and, uh, and he's and, been you know, importing some great stuff too. They have a, he, they've got a great stable of brands. Well, you know, we we tried Lataria last week, which is a a, a a really a new new brand of, of tequila. Yeah. But last year, you know, we we tried Lost Explorer. He brought that on board, uh, which is a mezcal, and loved the packaging. This one, um, we when we were interviewing him. Uh, Lisa went straight for the mezcal because these bottles were, were nearby, and wow, the aroma from from across the the boardroom table was amazing. While she was filming, it's like, oh my god, can we can we take these home? And he goes, oh yeah, sure, I'll give you another set for Rick. So it's like, okay, <laughs> you know, um, we don't know if they're available yet in the United States, okay? But here's here's the thing, uh, this is a the the Espadín is a 40 ABV. Do you have that? Uh, well, I, I haven't even compared these to what you have. Yes. Uh, okay, so this is at 80 proof. Um, and it, it is Mezcal Tierra de Cuervos. So it's the 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 um, the region the region of the crows, which explains the black mm-hmm. feather. All right. Okay. Yeah. And um, it's a 100% agave espadín. This one here that we're going to try. I, I really, it's, it's uh, the origin, the, the area that it comes from is San Juan del Rio, Oaxaca. And uh, the Maestro Mezcalero, uh, quien respeta el proceso, heredado por sus antepasados. So it, he's, he, the, the master distiller has a, a long history of, um, of distilling. So this is, this is something that he's learned, he's been passed down to him. Uh, but that's all we know. So we said, hey, let's let's just since Rick and I have been exploring mezcals together all, all of last year, you know, from high proof to 80 proof and in different um, the, the different varieties from the plants. I said, let's let's give it a shout. So I am going to use my my handy dandy jarrito. Right. I, I don't know what I you're using. Jarrito too. This, jarrito. Is the, uh, this was the latest prototype of the harito so it's the uh the more refined version i'm saving my i'm saving my mezcal harito for the tepestate okay all right <laughs> fair enough uh i i i know that this one for some reason i like using the longer one for for the for tequila although um i'm really beginning to fall in love with the much wider mouth surface mm. of the of the short stouter one because it seems to be um probably the most versatile of the two although i don't know this this one's got a chimney like like the glencairn you were sipping from earlier off camera yeah. so <laughs> I, I don't know it's kind of hard to say you know but but I'm it gonna was try just it. for medicinal purposes of, of course of course as you can see there's bubbles and by the way if you happen to, <laughs> if you happen to run across these stop shaking your my bubbles are small. Stop shaking <laughs> your, your feather, your pluma. <laughs> oh, it's late, folks. It's late. Yeah, it's late. <laughs> well, for you, it's later for me. But anyway, um, these this, these jarrito glasses are, are amazing because it really doesn't take a whole lot, you know, to to get a, a proper feel for what we're for what we're going to try. And uh, as you can see, there's a there's a 
fairly decent surface on this and it, it's pristine pristine mescal i mean it, even at 80 proof nice nice legs and tears pretty color i don't have the greatest lighting in the world but above me i have some halogens and i can tell you that um really nice wow nice, nice coating yeah nice it's very very uniform very nice it's just sheeting very very nicely yeah yeah it's uh taking a little while for the uh for the tears to form so yeah kind of um, hangs there and then it then it drops that's cool yeah it it is um you know obviously mm. I, I just from the just from the nose i can't say that there's anything enhanced about it it's just at a at a lower than normal uh alcohol by volume it's it's at a you know, an av uh, the average 80 proof. Well, yeah, so far it's re reminiscent of the, uh, the Scorpion Espadine. Yes. Yes. You very, know, so very, it's, uh, very it's, fruity. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's fruity. And generally that's how I think we felt about the Espadine as mm -hmm. compared to the other uh, species used for Mezcal. Now I'm getting a lot of, um, uh, not a lot, but I'm getting significant smoke. Are you getting that significant smoke as well? Very little on mine. You know, I have the, uh, I'm you using have the, the taller, longer, the taller yeah. style. I'm getting some really, and not that it's offensive. It's just, you know, you know, right away that you've got, you've got a, a, a fruity element and you have smoke, but yeah, other than I'm getting, I'm getting almost entirely fruit on mine. You know, there's just, I'm just getting the slightest accent so that you know it's mezcal, but uh, it's lovely. It really, it really is. is. Yeah, and you know, of of all the species of agave we've had so far, you know, espadine is my favorite for mezcal, and it's the one most commonly used. So, yep, uh, I I since since you know a lot of us started with espadine, but I there are there have been producers that have submitted to us over over the last three years uh of mezcal that i've uh, the other varietals have become really exciting to me because well they I are think, there's such variety there, there is variety you know they have yes. such different characteristics like you go all the way to like the the karwinski family the birdie <laughs> and it's just a completely different profile yeah and and even at 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 higher uh alcohol by volumes you know the the same the same fruit, the same uh, plant, will smell and taste differently. Uh, so this is really an amazing, uh, you know, for an agave spirit, mezcal is just so versatile and just really amazing. I gotta, I gotta try it. This is really pretty. Mm. <clears throat> oh my gosh! Wow. Oh, that's wow! Oh, I got those now, chills down my spine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, so it just it goes in, you know, it goes in smooth. The uh, the agave presents the different you know fruit flavors. Then, uh, yeah. Then um, uh, I don't know. I just got ever, this really warm feeling, you know. Yeah as it was going down and now the pepper is kicking up mid palate 
it's really presenting mid palate. Yeah, and that's the way I had it was was it went in sweet, then there was the explosion mid palate, and then that nice warm. I'm still feeling the finish. It's a nice warm fuzzy. You know, you know what's mm. interesting, Rick, is that at higher ABVs we're getting the same potency of the plant that you know at a normal eight, eight you know I can I can only imagine what this is like at a much higher ABV from, from oh, this yeah. from this from this grower yeah, knock your socks off right wow yeah ah oh, that's just there's almost like a like a hint of licorice in there mm -hmm. and and uh, or yeah. like an ants maybe yeah, yeah a little bit of and I'm getting like the anise kind of mixed with the mixed with the smoke a little bit it's this very interesting uh characteristic but through the whole thing the fruit is shining through as well oh wow. it's uh you know very warm on the palate the oh. the smoke's not offensive I mean you could really it, it, I could curl up with this for a whole night yeah. you know? <laughs> Even with that little feather, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I would have to get some much bigger feathers. So. Okay, <laughs> Pluma Negra Grande. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to look for the Pluma Negra Grande. I do too. I love that name. I I'm hoping that the that uh, uh, Glass Bottom decides to bring it in, uh, or if not him, if not them, maybe somebody else. But. Um, I again, we know nothing about the pricing. I, I know I, there's hardly any POS, but yeah. you know when, when you look, when you have a mezcal, if it's if, if everything you don't, if everything you need to know is on the label, you're good, you know. And uh, I like the name too; it's very catchy. Um, it's it's very clean, black and white. I mean, it's got a nice yeah. uh, logo, you know. It it's not it's not too overdone. It's not too rustic. Um, um, I'm not even sure if they come in full 750s. It could be that you're only this particular size. Um, yeah, me... Umberto, I, I wanna, I wanna buy a 750 of this. <laughs> Bring it <You> in. Know, <laughs> yeah, um, th this is uh, considered a uh, 250 milliliters, which you know, for mezcal, the 250s. Uh, as a matter of fact, when when uh, Alex and I uh, tasted the whole line of, of Oaxaca. They come in 250s, but they're shorter and squatter, you know, the, the bottles. Yeah. And it's really, when, when you have a well-done mezcal, in order, to, in order to draw what you want to draw from it, you know, to, to learn what the differences are, you really don't need a whole lot. And, and obviously, it's not cheap to make yeah. either. Well, it's a more artisanal process than even with tequila. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a much less uh, mechanized process. And uh, so it you know, it costs them more to uh, to produce. The uh, the agaves typically need to grow longer as well. Like in Espadine, uh, what is it? Uh, well, it's ranged between 5 to uh, 12 years, I think, for maturity of an Espadine, depending on the growing conditions. Yeah, we, we you know, uh, we've had some, some mezcals from the San Juan del de Rio uh, area, but but it really, you know. And a lot of them are sourced in the wild as well. Well, the other which thing makes it even harder to <laughs> produce with mezcal. It's really hard to, for me anyway. Still, it's very hard for me to pinpoint the differences in the region, like you and I have been able to do mm. with with tequila. You know, Totonilco and Amatitan and the Valley, yeah. and you know, the, even Arandas. You know, they all have their different their different tweaks. 
But you know, even mescal from this from the uh, using the same plant in the same region, but with a whole different um, producer. The hand of the producer really does make a difference, and and I'm impressed. This yeah, is absolutely. this this is really good stuff. If you can, if y'all can find it, if you have, you know, let us know in the comments. Yeah. But and we don't have any we don't have any pricing info on this either, right? Nothing. No, not not as of yet. And and uh, maybe in between in between tastings, I'll I'll try to get a hold of a glass bottom and see if they have any kind of pricing available. But for right now, that's our take on Bluma Negra. Yeah. This is Espadine. So we nominate this. I th I think so. Can I we think nominate it if it's not in if it's not available? Or I think we should nominate it because right. you know, that, that may you know uh, at this point tequila aficionado makes or breaks makes or breaks brands. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know when it, we're like EF Hutton. You know if, if, yeah. if people when we we talk people listen. And and I think this is a worthy brand to be looking out for. Um, yeah, I know that we're in yeah. the middle of a. Of a and of if a, you find it, if you find it, tell us where you found it. Yeah, please, and tell us what your pricing was, because mm -hmm. we really would like to know. If you're watching us on on our YouTube channel, put it in the in the comments below. Uh, but I think Brand of Promise nominee in the in the eighty in the forty ABV proof uh, mezcal, and and you know we'll we'll. We'll go from there with Espadine because it's going to be a big mezcal year again for Tequila Aficionado and for, for you folks out there. But that's our take on Bluma Negra. I'm Mike Morales here in St. Petersburg, and that young man out there is... <laughs> Rick Levy in San Diego. You've been watching Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our platforms. Like I said, if you're watching us on YouTube or anywhere else... Tell us what you know. What you think if you've had this before or if you are familiar with it, we'd like to know. Uh, but in any case, whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. Hi, everybody. Rick Levy here with your special after credit scene. Uh, I found out some more information about the production processes on Pluma Negra uh, after we signed off. And so I wanted to hop back on and share it with you. Uh, we found out that the distiller is Rodolfo Hernandez Aguilar, and they crushed their agaves using a stone tahona pulled by a mule, so uh, we're big fans of that. They bake their agaves using firewood in an uncovered conical ground furnace that I believe is lined with river stones. Having the pit uncovered um, as opposed to how it's traditionally done, where they will, um, you know, they'll throw agave fibers and uh, dirt and they'll seal the pit, uh, which seals in the smoke from the roasting process. So by having the pits uncovered would account for a very little smokiness to the mezcal. They ferment uh, in pine vats. They uh, distill in copper pots. The Espadine for 750 milliliters goes for uh, 607 pesos Mexican, uh, which comes to about $32 American. And as we like to say at Tequila Aficionado, tomar sabiamente, sip wise. I'm Mike Morales, I'm CEO of Tequila Aficionado Media, and I just wanted to thank you for watching Sipping Off the Cuff. We love doing these reviews for you. Now, if you're an Agave Spirits brand owner and you're watching this, there are three things that I'd like to talk to you about. Number one, if you'd like us to review your Agave Spirit on Sipping Off the Cuff, just send me an email 
mike at tequilaaficionado.com. It won't cost you a dime, and I promise you'll get an honest review. Number two, if your brand has been nominated, past or present, as a brand of promise, we can help you promote your brand effectively and affordably over on the tequila PR side of things. Just email me, mike at tequilapr.com. And number three, if your brand has ever been a Brand of Promise nominee or a winner, you automatically qualify with us or to go with us on our next promotional tequila tour. So shoot me an email, tours at tequilaaficionado.com, and I'll send you all the details on our upcoming tequila tour. That's it. Thanks again for watching. Sip wisely.